Welcome back to Open to Truth. I'm Clinton. Hi, I'm Tony. Welcome back. And boy, I want to spend some time talking with my friend about aliens. <laughs> great. I would love that. That'd be great. Uh, Have wanna... you seen some recently? What's Why is this on your mind? I haven't seen them, but I want to know if they are real. Okay. You're a sci-fi guy. You just saw the Star Wars, recent Star I love, Wars. I love sci-fi. So you got it on the well, on the mind. I like certain brands. Okay. Yeah. You know. I don't. Do you, do I don't you, consume all sci-fi, but do you prefer the sci-fi that is like there's aliens, or the sci-fi that's like Black Mirror technology gone awry? I like both of you those like both. cases that you just mentioned. Science and fiction. Yeah. Like them when they meet, great. Uh, yeah. So one observation. Yeah, just on the topic of sci-fi. Almost, almost all depiction like the the um sorry the frontier of adventure for our generation is either distant past like lord lord of the rings game of thrones um vikings or whatever else and then into the future spacefaring civilizations and the existence of aliens goes totally unquestioned there's wookies like chewbacca yeah Vulcans. You're like saying Spock. in our entertainment industry, yeah, it tends and, to be either like medieval fantasy magic or futuristic technology yeah. magic right. and mm-hmm. aliens. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. I thought you were going to say the the frontier that faces us, that faces humanity now, oh, no, yeah. is the great so, beyond space. Sorry. We've kind of mapped yeah. everything on Earth. What other realms are there to explore? Well, mm. space is certainly a, a obvious right. one. And... So, uh, sorry, the point of that was to mention that almost all of the space adventures that are discussed involve aliens. In movies and TV, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's kind of taken for granted. Of course they're out there. Yeah, and it's almost like the point of it is to explore the other cultures and how the politics and interacting with those species goes. And they all speak English. Right. Yeah. Common. Yeah. Common tongue. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, Or basic. So... Yeah, I guess I have some questions about do we have any good evidence? Should I think that aliens are real? Mm. Not any of the specific ones. Wookiees. Yeah. Do I think Ewoks are real? Or Mm -hmm. the uh, traditional... Roswell Gray. Yeah. Yeah. What is it? The shape? What's that shape? Like an oval or shape like a guitar pick? Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know what the name (laughs) of that shape is, but cardioid maybe. Yeah. Mm. So. But are there is there some intelligent life? Yeah. Uh, in the universe besides things on Earth, humans. Well, off the bat, personally, my own in terms of evidence, and like gun gun to your head. Oh. What what do you think? Are there aliens? Yes. <gasps> oh my god! That just came out. <laughs> I don't know why. It just came out. You think it? You um, do think? W- w- uh, yeah. Yes. There are. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, the, the only thing that's tripping me up there is the, the time, like, that there presently are. Ah. I, I'm inclined to think that at some point there either have been or will be other intelligent races other than humans. From time, eternity past. Right. From, from T0 yeah. to the infant, there to are... the heat death of the universe, I don't think humanity will be the only intelligent race that crops up. Oh, my gosh. Okay, and um, and the reason I think and that, you and you think uh, just to be clear, I'm yeah. picking 
not some other species that comes from us. Right. Right. That, I'm not talking about evolution. You separate mean separate origination. Yeah. yeah. Bi- separate. Uh, yeah. Abiogenesis. And, yes. Yeah. I, and the reason that I say that is just because of the the vastness of space and time. That like, this thing is so much bigger mm. than we can even understand or even begin to talk about intelligently with with words and with numbers. The mind can't hold before it the scope of the universe. And so it seems to me naive to think that Earth is the only life-bearing planet in among just how many planets in the universe? Quadrillions just tons and tons and tons of them there are trillions and trillions of stars that are like our sun with planets orbiting them solar systems so to think that this is the only planet in the whole thing yeah seems unlikely and well and another observation from sci-fi i think um toward the beginning of the sci-fi era Mm. it was much more part of the ethos of it that like oh this is like the vastness was more upfront and like part of the experience of consuming that media. But now, uh, what do you mean? What, sorry, what do you mean by that? What I mean, well, contrast that with Star Wars, where the vastness of space is doesn't come into is it. Is almost entirely irrelevant. It's never talked about. Yeah, that Tatooine, the desert planet, is far away from Coruscant. The right. main central city planet doesn't matter at all. They've, they've solved travel. I get they're point. in hyperspace. It's it like, might as well matter. just be like a different city on a di- yeah. in the same. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I think sometimes we do our the modern sci-fi does a disservice to understanding just how vast oh. it is. Yeah, right. Like uh, they just went to Kashyyyk and Tatooine and back to Naboo, and it's like oh, yeah. they're zipping around like a taxi. Yeah, and these <laughs> things, it would take light. Yeah. thousands of years to get there yeah unbelievable it's, it's hard you can't really even hold it before the mind no it's yeah. so much bigger than we think it yeah. is and not only the vast emptiness between celestial bodies but how many of them there are yeah there's billions of stars in the milky way yeah and some of them are sun-like they're like soul as it's sometimes called soul yeah <laughs> and some of them I mean, a lot of them have planets, and there might be one that's in the uh, Goldilocks space out from the sun where yeah, the right, right. Si- right gravity. And another variable that I think may contradict like the anthropic principle is that intelligent life doesn't necessarily have to be like this in this type of body. Mm-hmm. So people might be, well... What are the chances that you're going to find this exact distance from the sun and this exact yes. um, gravity pull? It's like, well, there might be other bodies. Different forms of life yeah. might emerge under yeah. different I'm not conditions. convinced that this particular type of gray matter is the only configuration that can produce consciousness. The only and, substrate yeah. that it can run on. Yeah. So um, so talk to me about that, this idea of yeah, um, implications for maybe your understanding of someone who's grown up with a faith, a belief in God and Christianity. And um, I, for a long time, paid close attention to, yeah, all those little details that needed to be just right for life to emerge here. Like Jupiter protects us from asteroids and we are this far from the sun. And if we had been tilted any more degrees, like, mm-hmm. or just slightly further away, it wouldn't have happened. And that's all, all sort of spoken with an air of God has ordained it perfectly 
for humanity to exist right here on this planet in this way. And with sort of this implication that that's the only place in the universe he's he's fine-tuned. He's fine-tuned to the whole thing for this one planet to be perfectly positioned where it needs to be yeah. for humanity to exist. But you're saying... I don't I don't find that as convincing as I used to. Yeah. So uh during seminary that I mean that's just a version of the design argument or the teleological argument mm-hmm. for the existence of God, the fine tuning of the universe. Yeah. Yeah. And you can almost I don't there's probably we could go into this more like the different responses to this, but sure. you can almost flip it on its head with um we just keep finding more about the vastness of space and even like a multiverse hypothesis sure. hypothesis that's yeah. floating around. You could easily make the claim, well, the fact that you're even observing anything at all um, isn't that surprising. So it, chances are something like this would exist and would propagate life. And here you are observing it. So I think what it's like a chicken egg problem. Yeah, what you're saying is if those if conditions hadn't been right, you wouldn't be here to observe it. Yeah, yeah. Being right. So any place an observer exists, conditions have been met. Mm-hmm. And we, and and the other piece is that that is not as unlikely as it seems. The vast pool you have to rent, like um, how do I say it? Oh my gosh! Imagine a yeah, like when you're picking out a ball for the lottery, like a, you're yeah. trying to pick out a certain number. Well, in this case, we don't have to just pick one ball. Like one, It's one out of a gazillion chances that the planet would be like this. It's like, well, there are a gazillion planets. Yeah. So one of them is going to be, like, chances are there's going to be one like it. And here we are. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Yeah. Reason. Do you get what I mean? I do get what you mean. It's not like, so when someone says, yeah, it's, it's one out of a million chances. Yeah, but there were a million chances to draw it. So it's like a guarantee that it'll happen. Yeah. That's yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. There is a response to that in that I'm thinking of that I can hear Bill Craig's voice echoing in my mind okay. to that response, but I'm not sharp enough to be able to... Yeah. Maybe that'll it. be bonus content. Yeah. We'll revisit it. I know he addresses that and the firing squad analogy and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but how about this then? You're someone who has a biology background. You, you did your undergrad in bio. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm wondering, initially we set the bar for, do you think there are aliens, intelligent life? And I sort of, gun to my head, said, yes. There might be some people who are very hesitant to get on board with that. And I'm wondering, is it more likely, what if we ask the question, is there any form, of, is there bacteria? I mean, that's way more right? likely. Doesn't yeah. that seem way more likely? Particularly when you phrase it like, if they've ever existed <laughs> yeah. than currently. Has yeah. there ever been microscopic life on other and then you planets. get what's life right what what counts as that and maybe like it's reproducible yeah uh self-replicating yeah would it would it bother you if we discovered intelligent life well this is this is a good question yeah i want to dive into that a little bit more what attitude should i have about the possibility that there's aliens yeah uh fear it could be maybe that, that's reasonable yeah it's fear excitement um yeah it depends on the attitude of the alien yeah right do they wish me harm or 
or benefit. I think that'd be so fascinating to try to. I just think about the different levels that exist in conscious creatures uh, on this planet in cognitive capacity. The, the differences in cognitive capacity among conscious creatures on this planet is so great that if you extend that to the whole universe, it, it could be that an alien would be so far cognitively advanced mm-hmm. that I would almost have no concept really of what's going on in their head. In the same way that my dog just can't even begin to understand the richness of my inner experience yeah. and my thought. Um, yeah. Would we be like that dog to the alien where that we are insignificant? We're not even, we're, we're more like ants on a, a planet that's not worth interacting with. Like there's that possibility. I think that there is a, a race out there or something or, or would has been or could be at some point that's so advanced. They don't even really care about us and wouldn't pay us any attention. Yeah. We are or like ants. Would use us in some way, um, in the same way that we can manipulate animals' habitats to make them better or worse or whatever. Maybe they've already done that, and the way that we go about our lives is somehow powering their cities or something. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> so for a long time, there's been this organization, I guess, called SETI. Yeah, the Search for Extraterrestrial. Terrest- you got me. it, man. You got it. Terrestrial. Now say it quickly. <laughs> Extraterrestrial. You got it. Intelligence. Nice work. And they have annual or whatever meetings. Yeah. And I was just looking at it the other day, and it was there were portions of the event devoted to, like, should we be doing this? Wow. To your point, like, we, we spent so much time figuring out if we could, and we never thought about whether, <laughs> whether we should. We should yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Jurassic Park style. Yeah. And It'd then it's cool. Like, it's cool as like stupid as that word is if we found them but like it could yeah it's neat yeah it's neat huh. but it'd be, it could be really bad could like, be catastrophic for, the... for us the the other piece of it is it, it could go the other way where we discover life that to all appearances they look like animals to us so like we would classify them in some way as mm-hmm. we we found a planet with roaming beasts oh okay and how do we figure out how conscious are they what rights do they have do they have can they make moral choices? Do they have a sense of morale? Like, mm-hmm. how much value do we place on life that we find somewhere else? Would and, be an interesting discussion. And what's now? Now that we're thinking about it, it's far. It's probably really likely that they're going to be pretty different. Yeah. Like the chances of them. How being, strange would it be if they looked like us? That would. Yeah. Then it starts or to like feel at uncanny. the same level or whatever of consciousness. It'd be really strange. <laughs> You'd start to suspect foul play. Yeah. I think. Wouldn't you? Right. If you. If you discovered a planet out there with human-like creatures, you'd start to think, "All right, this this kind of a blueprint Some, here that's yeah. seems to be playing out." That would that'd be fascinating. Yeah, and then how would we interact with them? How would you even begin to communicate and bridge and, that? Well, gap? and like a lot of sci-fi is kind of like that. What do you mean? They're humanoid in a way. Oh yeah, yeah. Two legs, two arms, and a head. Now. They've got human actors for the most part who right. need to fit do? into the costume <laughs> yeah. or something. Well, no, yeah, yeah. But even the CGI characters—they're not totally foreign and alien, right? They're not like Ditto, the Pokemon, just a glob, <laughs> right? That, Amoeba. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. So you said a second ago you brought up faith. Oh, I did a, few, a, while. a, few, a few moments ago. Yeah. Let's re- let's revisit that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so at least for my upbringing, it was never on, well, 
my parents didn't really censor literature or media yeah in any way like that was out of the norm so like i didn't read really violent novels or something yeah but like some some families would that i knew would not let their kids get into harry potter and stuff because even though it's fictional it like kind of looks like the demonic yeah so there was never i didn't i have never heard of anyone not being allowed to watch star wars on that basis yeah because the idea of aliens contradicted scripture however Mm -hmm. i think if you pressed a lot of conservative Mm -hmm. christians let's say on it they would be hesitant uncomfortable with the idea yes yeah why is that why good why is that the i think one huge reason would be issues surrounding genesis the book of genesis yeah So the creation narrative doesn't, wanna, doesn't mention it. Re, yep. It seems very it. Earth-centric. Um, it seems like that would have been a detail we'd like to know about. Um, if And that, that assumes you're taking Genesis 1 through, say, 3 to be totally. a definitive account of how everything came to be, including life on this planet, and directly uttered from God. You know, that, oh, this is God telling us how we came to be. If they were aliens, you would have mentioned, like, and then God created multiple planets with many different life forms, mm. and and that's not in there. The kind of the first verse is in the beginning. There's God a lot created of assumptions the... baked into the this worry. Yeah, if it's indeed a worry. Right, right. It's kind of an argument from silence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's also um, the that entire sort of narrative of um, the sin problem and Jesus coming to be our savior is very humanity centric. It's very, here's a human, here's a problem with the human condition. Um, We have gone astray. And so God himself needs to incarnate on our planet as Jesus and die this death. However, atonement ends up working and he sort of rescues us. And so the question of, well, is there other life out there? I don't know. It starts to raise questions of, did God have to visit them to solve their sin problem? Yeah, absolutely. Did he visit them in their form and then get crucified or killed? Yeah, somehow? and how does that work with like the second person of the Trinity and yep. incarnation and all of that? And will there be aliens in the in the eternal state, the resurrected mm-hmm. state? Is there a, a other planet out there like Azeroth? And I think about that, dude. Do you know where? So I think we about had that? a Jesus of Nazareth. Maybe they had a Jesus of Encourage. Yeah, yeah. And he, yeah, <laughs> green Jesus. I, uh, yeah, I think about. You know, we haven't, I guess, figured out whether or not space is infinite, right? So, I'm going to talk as a layman for a moment. So, please forgive me. And if you are not a layman and you know more about this, please, by all means, drop some knowledge in the comments because I'd love to learn about this stuff. But here's my attempt. When you try to conceive of the boundary of the universe, what that that means, Mm. it's hard to even know what that what would it mean to come up against the edge of the universe beyond which there is nothing? Very hard to even conceive of that. And so I think a lot of physicists kind of conceive of the universe as somehow being more akin to a sphere and not. It would be some kind of four-dimensional thing because obviously we already have the three dimensions. But in the same way that with a sphere, if you travel around it far enough, you end up back where you started without ever having crossed a boundary. So a great thought experiment. That's fun. It's for... uh... Oh shoot! Who who came up with it? It's some ancient philosopher wondering about the infinitude of the yeah. cosmos, and he imagined a hoplite 
soldier throwing his spear. Yes. Uh, what would happen? Well, if the spear if the spear keeps going, then the universe is infinite. Yeah. If it lodges into something, then whatever it's lodged into has to take up space. And then yeah. So, so it, it was like a proof of the universe must be infinite. Yeah. But I think you're asking, okay, well, if he threw the spear, does it just keep going off and well, I never it loop, find it again? Loop or back does, he, on does he if he waits long enough, he'll get poked in the back? Right. right? Like sort of non Euclidean geometry that, yeah. that circles back on itself. What a name drop. That's so uh, funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love the video games that incorporate that stuff. But yeah. got me thinking in my probably as I'm trying to fall asleep and thinking about Warcraft, but like if the universe is infinite or there are multiverses and and just an infinite number of universes does it mean out there somewhere is it does. an azeroth it does and, mean. A, and a thrall and are you and i having this conversation but with a couple of different jokes thrown in or slightly different it does mean that banter oh, it wigs me out to think about that it also delights me to think that like somewhere out there hyrule exists and link link is traipsing through the field come on Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. But that's what it would seem to imply. Anything that could exist does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the way. multiverse. I get I get lost when I start to think or talk about the multiverse. That really explodes the number of aliens. Yes. It <laughs> right. right. At that point. Right. That's... Sorry, that was all a detour because you mentioned Azeroth. But, um, no, I, no, I think... You were talking about faith. That's helpful. Yeah, I, I think we kind of covered it. I was just... Mm-hmm. So I guess we might wonder, I don't know if we want to give what we personally think about it. Um, I, these days, I do not find it would be earth-shattering to my faith to Mm -hmm. discover that there were aliens. There's a lot of other concerns that we've already mentioned, like do they wish me harm and should I be on the lookout for them? Um, Yeah, it doesn't rattle my worldview at all. I'm fine with the idea that we're not the only ones who exist. And, I, and, and in fact, I think um, it's reasonable to... Okay, so all each of us has a theology, a worldview. Mm-hmm. And here's this idea that we've had. What if we are not alone in the universe? Well, don't you, don't you think like we should try to make space for that in our worldview? Mm. Because um, we've just... Uh, this is an annoying philosophy term please it's called the uh pessimistic meta induction great so <laughs> um it's a it's this idea in philosophy of science where we ought to doubt our current scientific theories because they have all been wrong in the past basically so sure. they have not all been totally accurate yeah so just have a healthy doubt at the very least about so any... everything is susceptible to revision yeah yeah so I want to be careful with my theology too, because things have been overturned in the in church history. Yeah, like there we, the church used to excommunicate and exile people that taught heliocentrism. Mm. The church thought geocentrism, where Earth is at the center of the solar system, and the sun and stars are going around it. Right, this, it looks like it. Sure, of course they thought that the sun looks. It like rises it. and it sets. Yeah, yeah. but then we. Technology happened, telescopes, different tools. Galileo comes up with, oh, wait, it's heliocentrism. The sun's at the center, and we're moving around. Yeah. Total paradigm shift. Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, Yeah, Copernican revolution type stuff. Mm -hmm. And 
the church had to it has pivoted yeah no, no respecting self-respecting church scholar yeah. thinks that geocentrism is true yeah right i mean so i just want to be careful i don't for my own sake like I, I identify as a christian and i care about christendom yeah i don't want us to all be embarrassed one day because right. we've aliens turned out to exist and yeah. we built a theology that required that we take a hard no when in fact we right. perhaps do not better to remain a little agnostic about that that's yeah. kind of my take on it now um a couple of other thoughts i think are interesting on this one is uh you're familiar with the fermi paradox i am do you want to explain it sure to folks the fermi paradox sorry right as you took a sip of coffee i loved well, you that ball well it's uh we already talked about the first part of the paradox mm -hmm. so one horn of it is the the vastness of space and the high probability that life is out there yeah okay we already talked about that well the the other part of the paradox is that well if it's so likely that they exist uh then how come where's the evidence we don't have any evidence of any of them existing why haven't we heard about them or contacted them or they haven't contacted us yeah and there's a ton of different ways to address the paradox so one way that we've already talked about is like they are hesitant to deal with us right didn't we mention that yeah they might not see us worth dealing with right that we are ants to them they just and they're not interested in maybe what they're we have waiting to offer. for our evolution right to pick up some speed and get there um, they'll visit us in a few million or we're too violent we're not ready to join yeah the universe civilization wow they're watching to see can they stop <laughs> fighting each other um yeah the we aren't searching for evidence properly that could be a thing mm, study the wrong kind of evidence or looking in the wrong spots i mean study is again like the search for extraterrestrial intelligence is not able to scan it's a it's a vanishingly small fraction of the night sky that it's able to purposely try to collect totally. data from totally uh what kind of data are we looking for you know these are all like super complicated questions of communicating is there some kind of universal language that we could expect them to communicate with like prime number sequences yeah, think math would be the first binary yeah i think that's really interesting how would you begin to even talk to them totally um uh can we throw up on the screen a picture of this yeah. on the video yeah yeah we'll put that up. um there's the i'm gonna pronounce this right arecibo arecibo mm -hmm. message yeah you gotta take a look at it. it looks like a kid you know the light bright that little uh toy for kids where you'd stick in pegs and they yeah. light up on a blackboard a it looks like that it's yeah ridiculous looking that this is what we sent an intelligent potential species um but it's laced with meaning in terms of binary and what we sent this on Vo is it part of voyager when did, when did we send this out or was it like a data burst that we sent out oops that was a message we sent out in 1974 toward a galaxy, I think. Like physically, just launched well, it out I don't out know there? about physically. Or it's just a we data went... burst. Yeah. I, don't know. I don't know. Well, like radio signals or something. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, wow. They are here unacknowledged. Maybe they've already, they're among us. Oh, that's an answer to the Fermi paradox? Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. uh, the one that is, I've heard most commonly, and you know, has some some oomph to it, is that civilizations don't last long enough. Right. Just because as much as we think about the vastness of 
space, physically how big it is, it's also really freaking old. Like Neil deGrasse Tyson does this thing in his cosmos about the cosmic calendar, you know, from the mm-hmm. be- beginning of the universe to today. Yeah. If if you were to scale that whole time scale down to be a 12-month year, like a, a calendar year, humans come on the scene 30 seconds before midnight or like 10 seconds before midnight on December 31st at the yeah, end yeah. of the year. Like yeah. We have just woken up and gone, oops, we're here. Now what? What's going on? Yeah. You know, we only just came on the scene. There are... 12 other months where other civilizations could have arisen, mm-hmm. destroyed themselves, gone extinct. Who knows? And, we and how things are exponentially there. happening now, too. Yeah. It's so hard to fathom what 20 or 2,200 will be like, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's unthinkable. Yeah. Um, so there's that angle where it's super vast <clears throat> and it would take a long time to visit other places. But also, like, the more worrisome and maybe, like, a practical thing we can begin to think about is I, I, you know, take it to mean, and of course others do too, that civilizations don't last long enough because they end up cannibalizing. They yeah. destroy, they, destroy it destroys themselves. Itself. So probably other civilizations would encounter the notion of atoms. If they're if they're good enough to spacefare, it's probably going to involve some nuclear reactions. Yeah. Um, understanding, here is the periodic table of elements. These aren't changing. These are. This is fundamentally part this of the is what universe. What we have to deal yeah, with. Yeah, and that was part of that message that they sent out, like recognizing that we've we know about carbon. Right. That that's a thing. we found carbon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that has the same amount of protons here as it will across the galaxy. Yeah, on Tatooine. <clears throat> Yeah, man, and so like we kind of we kind of just found out about that, that there's elements. Yeah. yeah. When do you know when? No. When was the periodic table? Well, I mean, there's the Greek some Greek philosophers were atomists. Sure. Just like yeah, they're the um, smallest possible unit of matter. Right. We're trying yeah. to figure out. Yeah, we're that's always we're always on the hunt for yeah. that. Um. So and we have struggled to handle it well. We, that knowledge, yeah, it's caused yeah, a lot of we, destruction. A nuclear bomb has gone off. Yeah. I don't want to get into the politics of it or whether that was right or wrong. But, but it happened. It happened, and hundreds of thousands of people died. Right now, it, as we're filming, like Reddit is a buzz with worry. World War Three About World War Three. <laughs> yeah. And you know, that could happen. I don't know. It's just any civilization that's going to make it has to get through this period of we nuclear have to, capability yeah. and peace yeah. at the same time and it's going to be tough i mean yeah you could see it, if it gets into the wrong hands it's really really bad i mean everyone can agree with that right yeah yeah uh, it, uh, you only need a few bad actors mm-hmm. to and really the whole thing comes crumbling screw down. it up so the idea is that the reason we haven't seen them is cuz um, it just takes so darn long to get to the point where you can send a uh, emissary mm-hmm. to make contact because it doesn't matter as long as you send the emissary then we don't care what happens back home in terms of making contact or evidence right what what do you mean uh so um for for human beings to discover evidence that there is alien life it doesn't we don't need that civilization to have lasted a second longer than that spaceship left their right. planet we only need the travelers yeah yeah and we we'll go ah oh, they are out here yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but that 
up until then, that's still a long time. We're not there yet. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's just that's a thought. Yep. As well. So, yeah, look that up sometime. Answers to the Fermi paradox. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Kind of fun. I, I do wonder how we would end up trying to communicate with them. La, there is that movie. Did what is the name of that? Signs. No, oh. the one where time is a circle and the language is glyphographic or whatever it is. Mm. The twist at the end. Arrival. Backwards causality. Arrival. Yes, I think that is it. Yeah. Where a- aliens come and make first contact. And the whole thrust of that movie is this main character is a linguist or something and is trying to figure out how to mm-hmm. communicate with these aliens. And it's it's wild. Um I think I think mathematic, yeah, universal truths is where you would have to start, right? You have to start. Do they understand numbers? I have no clue how you would move from oh numbers to abstract concepts, but I mean, language baffles me at the best of times, anyway. So yeah, I don't know how we do it. I don't know how you and I agree on what we mean by the word thinking. You you bring this up a lot. It baffles me. It really (laughs) troubles me. I don't know how I learned what that word means. (laughs) Yeah. But <clears throat> well, so yeah, I'm not terribly worried about in my lifetime alien contact. You, what do you make of the stories of probings and abductions? And because there are people who would they will go to their graves swearing I had an experience with an alien mm. intelligence. Woke up in the middle of the night, bright lights in my room, or woke up in a strange table being experimented on, and yeah. I lost time. I looked at my clock and when I looked back, 45 minutes had gone and I had no memory of what happened. Yeah. I guess it might just Mental be... Mental illness? For me, it might just be as simple as uh, I don't view them as reliable testimony givers. I'm not in a relationship with them, like a friendship where their trust has built. If um, I came to you and said I had a weird ex- experience, that would, that yeah, would carry more weight? Absolutely. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's just some random guy on a Discovery Channel special. Um, And there have been, like, people are out there deliberately trying to trick people. Yeah, right. Like, there was a guy stomping around the Pacific Northwest in a huge Sasquatch (laughs) costume. And and people thought, like, oh, my gosh, I've seen Sasquatch. Yeah, well, think of what you could do with drones now, you know, Mm -hmm. to simulate UFOs. Yeah. yeah. And there's, like, yeah, people are have noticed like i don't get it's impossible we don't have anything that could possibly make that kind of turn that quickly or change direction mm-hmm. no known human compound can thrust like that to mm-hmm. you know, well, i don't know governments are making new weapons and vehicles all the time i don't know what they're doing over there so just me personally yeah i don't feel like i have good evidence that aliens exist all right audience if you have had an encounter Please, that, please, please that write need, into the show. That needs to be offered. Do your best to sway Clint. Uh, if if you know about thrust and <laughs> what's physically possible with aircraft, also write into the show. Oh, man. We're going to get a lot of pictures of red circles and, <laughs> yeah, look and arrows. <laughs> right, right. Uh, there's a part of me that's like, you know, I watched a lot of X-Files and I do want to believe. I want. I want to believe. Do you? I think so. Well, because, like, this is Einstein's thing, right? The uh, Either we're alone in the universe or we're not. And both are equally terrifying. Mm. Oh, good. You know, isn't that cool? Yeah, yeah. I think I would rather not be alone in the universe. Hmm. Really? 
I don't know. I, don't I would. I prefer a universe that's teeming with. You're life. not alone. That's the thing. Yeah, but we are. We might be. Okay. But what if so much of it is just empty, dead matter bumping into itself? I don't know. I can imagine a more beautiful, rich, flourishing universe that has uh, life scattered can, throughout. Yeah, it. but what if uh, I don't see this talked about so maybe very often? So maybe I'm just out to lunch. If this doesn't make any sense, but what if we are the progenitors? Like we're. Uh, we're at the very beginning of all this. We're the first ones. Yeah. And it spreads We're the from first here. ones who have come online. Others may down the line. Mm-hmm. Or we send colonists out. And if we want to adopt like the evolutionary story totally, then those folks might shift a lot over time and, and look a lot different Could hundreds be. of thousands of years from now. Could be. Universe has... It's not half over. Still got a long time to go. Yeah. Right? right? Right. Still got ages to go. Musk, he's on his way to Mars. He's yeah, trying yeah. to get us there yeah. by 2023 or something. That's, That's the dream. soon. That is soon. That's three years away. Will, will somebody be we'll on be Mars right in, in the thick three of years? Trump's second term. Wow. No, I'm kidding. Wow. I don't know that for sure. It's uh, and and people are gonna sign up for this Mars mission, even if it's a one-way trip. Yeah. Go and establish a city, a self-sustaining, live out their days mm-hmm. on the red planet. Would you do that? If you okay, little hypothetical yeah if you could be guaranteed safety you're not going to die on the way you can take your family even uh but you will never return to earth but you will be the pioneer that helps establish a city on mars would you do that doesn't cost you anything only your life you can still communicate with i would be willing to do that now there's latency you will not be able to game with anybody on earth Without a really bad ping. I like single player games too. <laughs> you so. do like single player. As long as you got Skyrim. <laughs> Can I get, send me the nudes, Elder Scrolls. Yeah. And Fallout. You would do that. It would be a heck of an adventure. As I get it? older, this is interesting. I don't think this is common. As I get older, I'm more likely to want to do it. That's because you're approaching a midlife crisis where you're wondering if you've done anything significant with your life. <laughs> and this seems significant. Well, and my, I think my attachments to family. Yeah. Um, like, you stand on your own two feet a little bit. Yeah, more. I'm slowly entering into where I am the patriarch. Yeah, right. You know, that's right. Uh, there will be a point where my parents are not, mm-hmm. and then I'll be the grandpa. Yeah. And so then the family will just go where I am. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I would. I I'd be, but would. I'd be, I'd really want a lot more details. Like, is there good <laughs> law and order there? What, what is it of, just a wild west? What kind of food? Yeah. Elon Musk is not going to have a wild west kind How do you of prevent a, it? Is it, but as a police state, like it'd be super hard to replicate right security. away. Security. He has a. I think it'd be pretty tight team. lockdown on what's allowed. And yeah. 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 You couldn't have infighting you and sabotage. Care- yeah. You got to be careful. What if they had a saboteur? Mm. And there's just not. Yeah. You can imagine. Uh, if I, if all of Iowa burned down. Iowa. Iowa. The and state? all the crops. Yeah. No one is going to starve from that. Because there's a lot of other different food stuff. But this but first little colony Mars. on Mars, if someone screws with the thing, mm-hmm. the greenhouse that we made, then we're all dead. You're bringing people that are have a proclivity, perhaps, for a certain amount of crime or misdeeds, and the consequences of those misdeeds, perhaps, that they're used to doing, yeah. are way higher. So, okay. But we're not shipping criminals. Yeah, they're not cr- just taking... Criminals. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's going to be background checked. 
and scientists who have something to contribute value adds you mm. know they're not going to be calling you and me it's not a randomized yeah lottery. not a lottery right right fascinating well man. hopefully that was a fun little excursion yeah. into sci-fi maybe some of it's real what do you um, think do yeah. they have they will they exist aliens gun to my head i said yes i stand by it but they're out there now mm. no just that they have it will or has happened mm. that's what i reckon how about you gun to your head <sighs> yeah yeah well i do that's, when you put the gun to people's heads they say yes but I don't, I don't have evidence though, so no. I should have not said that. It's the real answer is agnosticism. That's right. But yeah. if I had to, you're asking me to guess. I'm guessing yeah. yes. Yeah. Well, thanks for watching. If you have, again, if you have a story, something to contribute, uh, thoughts on this, you can reach us at opentotruthpodcast at gmail .com. You can like, comment, subscribe on YouTube. We absolutely will interact with your comments. Yeah. The best thing you can do to help the podcast at mm. this stage is to share it on social. Yeah. Not to like it. Yeah. Not follow it. Share it. To tell a friend even with your mouth. It's crazy the metrics on a share. Yeah. On a post. It's just exponential reach. Yeah. Wow. So, so. For what it's worth. Yeah. Alrighty. All right. Thanks we'll for watching. Listening. We'll see you next time. Bye.